2: Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show, presented by KFC. I'm your host, Wayne Lou. I'm joined, as always, by my fellow co-host, Josh Hart. How you doing?
3: I'm doing all right. How you doing, Will?
2: I'm doing well. I'm very warm because uh, we decided to join in every other Toronto sports media gag and uh, <laughs> wear scarves. Look, we had this idea earlier. We but just don't record show, on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, our show did not record on Thursdays, so... um I like your scarf. I like your scarf as well. Thank you. It's uh, very warm and definitely mine. Um, (laughs) As is mine. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So I actually had two scarves, but that was just way too hot, though. Uh, Just keep keep it in my pocket like OG.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take this off at some point. Lots to talk about, though. The Raptors have been on a 12-game win streak. Mm Shout out to uh, Alex Wong for predicting it. Yep. We wouldn't be here without you. Okay. Um, The trade deadline is coming past. The Raptors um, made no big moves. But we're all uh, terrified that Messiah's living.
2: Yeah, look, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, I think it's mixed emotions. It's just such an unpleasant topic to talk about. It's just uncomfortable to talk about it. But there is a lot of fire, or there's, there's a lot of smoke there. There's a lot of smoke. Uh, it, it's, it's a little curious that, that there's so much written about the subject. But, uh, you know, before we get to that point, you can call in on our two lines. Correct. 416 263.
3: 8297-416-263-8298. i will memorize numbers eventually. Eventually we'll be able to remember some All numbers. All I know is
2: my home number and my mom's number. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Um, Yeah, so before we get to that, though, let's talk a little bit about the trade deadline. So that came in past yeah, yesterday afternoon. The Raptors yep. stood pat along with the Boston Celtics and the Indiana Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Uh, the two teams that did make moves in the Eastern Conference, Miami and Boston.
3: You forget about Detroit. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. <laughs> Detroit having a fire sale was uh, was kind of amazing to be honest. Oh,
3: I thought of a joke in my walk over here. What okay. do um, Tristan Thompson, Robert Covington, and uh, Bruce Springsteen all have in common? What? They're rock in New Jersey.
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, <laughs> come on, let's keep it moving. All right, um,
3: so yeah, let's talk ever. about um, the the moves. I personally really like what Miami did.
2: Legitimately, so hot. I don't know how much <laughs> a war with that whole giant <laughs> blanket on him.
3: Well, I mean, uh, it was, he probably wasn't wearing it until before he turned that corner. Fair enough. Um, I really like what the Miami Heat did. I think it they took their their bottom of the rotation guys and upgraded every single one of them. Like, okay. Would you rather have James Johnson or Andre Iguodala?
2: Uh, Iguodala, yeah.
3: Would you rather have Solo or Deion Waiters?
2: That one's honestly debatable to me. I don't think either of them will play in a playoff rotation.
3: I think that uh, Solo could like, defend some guards.
2: Yeah, but they'd have to take one of our better players out. I, I'm just saying, I'm not yeah, worried yeah. if they're playing Solomon Hill. DeMar DeRozan's not here anymore. So. Yeah. Jesus, the point that, that I made a, to you hey, that was a fact.
3: The point that I made to you earlier is, the Raptors have struggled against Miami's bench. It's when mm-hmm. they in that first game they got totally run off the court by them, yep. and now their bench is better. So take that for what it, what it means. But uh, it's, I I like those moves. What about Philly getting a small dog? Who like <laughs> what, the, what are those moves? Their team is clearly on fire. They need to fire their coach, and they are just.
2: Well, they don't just need to fire their coach. First off, Brett Brown looks miserable. He right? does, He man. looks miserable. He looks to be uh, just. He looks like he hasn't slept in a long time. No. Um, and yeah, they've, man, they've had some bad losses. Yeah, it's uh, been really Milwaukee liberal. yesterday, Boston.
3: That Miami loss uh, Miami.
2: was crazy. I was seeing Kelly Olenek dunk <laughs> all over these guys. I'm like, yo, this is this is too much, man. <laughs> you can't be a real contender if Kelly Olenek's dunking all over you. So that's facts. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll we'll get to the lines and everything like that, um, but. Just before we do that. Any of that any of that stuff scare you at all? Um that's...
3: no, I think Miami's the I think I think Miami uh closed the gap with Toronto and Boston.
2: Okay. I think that's where I'm at. You know, oddly enough, I'm more afraid of the Celtics getting uh a Tristan Thompson about, to because
3: yeah. like, then they're like a finals team.
2: Yes, I, I really do think so. I think their wing talent is very, very good. Yep. Um but they don't have an interior player. Yeah. And you know, but there'll be a lot of bidding for Tristan Thompson services and we'll see how much he uh he enjoys Bean Town, but in, in, you know, in the meantime, let's do our first call?
3: Yeah, let's take the first call. We'll start with Avery from Calgary. Welcome to the show, Avery. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? We're doing all right.
5: That's good. I'm glad. What's your question? Um, so today, um, I'm kind of being an anxious fan here,
4: mm-hmm. and
5: I have it uh, put down to three pillars of winning for the Raptors. We have Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. Saidu Jury, and Kyle Lowry. Yep. Um, those three guys are all up in the next two years, and I don't think I—I I, I just can't see Fred stepping up that much. I, I just can't see Lowry being replaced like that. And I just kind of um, got used to this winning, this winning team, and how do I, how do we calm ourselves down and kind of see a brighter side of the, rather, uh, better side of yeah, thing? I don't really know. I can't. Really. Uh,
2: I mean. I don't know they're the one they've won twelve straight just enjoy every game yeah and they yeah
3: there yeah, there are two sides you can think that um all good things come to an end mm-hmm. um, flames to dust lovers to friend et cetera et cetera yeah uh, <laughs> or you can hope that uh the organization now has established a culture of winning and that uh, Nick nurse i mean, I don't think there's really a chance that he's not going to be retained by the team will be able to coach the next guy up to compete like yeah I don't know. Do you say it looks like he could be like a real NBA starting backward player for years and years to come. Like, y- yeah. He just, like, he looks really yeah. good. And, yeah, if we have the Kyle Lowry succession plan at the combination of Terrence Davis and um, Fred Van Vliet. I don't think we have much to worry about.
2: Yeah, look, if Fred Van Vliet's 25. Um, Kyle Lowry at 25. I would say Fred Van Vliet's already at that level if not better than Kyle was at 25 now Kyle has taken significant leaps in his career to first become an all-star and then to get to an all-nba level and then to get to a championship level and now to the point where his extended longevity has been so um, impressive that he might even challenge for a hall of fame level um so you know we need to see Fred take more jumps but having said that just at the same age Fred is a lot ahead of Kyle and you can even ask Kyle that himself and he'll tell you
3: yeah yeah no Um, he's
2: so just I don't know, man. I mean, worrying about you're not winning anymore is a, a lot better of a problem about not uh, worrying about not winning right now.
3: That's facts, killing
2: me. Yeah, yeah. Aren't, aren't, th- things are good, man. You just 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 kick back and enjoy. It, you know, the, and the, whatever happens in the future will happen, but um, you know, the, the future is never promised to anybody.
3: <laughs> right. All right, Avery, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling in. Hey, no problem. And you guys
5: should talk about the uh, Giannis. Uh, when he mentioned uh, Kyle Lowry's locker presence, and now he's on the team with Lowry
2: and Siakam, we will. Don't oh, worry we'll, t- <laughs> we'll definitely talk about it, man. <laughs> d- right. Definitely talk about Be it. Be good. Yeah, good. All right. Peace. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Um, all things get to come to an end. Like it's Kyle Lowry yeah. is an icon because he's an iconic, and yeah, it sucks when they when we have to replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, we're gonna welcome a, a favorite of many of our listeners, Vitaly from Moscow. Welcome back to the show.
6: Listen, man, uh, you guys, let me set the record straight. Yeah. I I put you on scarves. What about <laughs> scarves? What about scarves? What about okay? yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, bro, you're a Moscow. you would definitely be wearing a scarf, <laughs> man.
6: You know what? Yeah, I wear scarves in March. <laughs> I, wear, I, wear, I wear scarves in July. Okay, <laughs> don't don't tell me who put you on the card. I, I put I put Serge and Uji on the card. Oh, That's One fact. time, oh. one time. <laughs>
4: oh, wow. Listen,
6: I have a special segment for you guys. Oh, perfect. It, <laughs> go ahead. It's called uh, Vitaly's Big Fraud of the Week. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, I love it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I'll send you a check in the mail right uh, now. All right. My Big Throat of the Week, it's not just one player, one coach. It is the entire Detroit Pistons organization. <laughs> that's fact. You're right. You're, that's fact. Now, uh... Let me give you some real facts. All right. <laughs> the last time Detroit Pistons won one playoff game was May 26, 2008. Ooh. Almost 12 years ago. Mm. Now, now, let me tell you. The last time the Pistons won a playoff game. Yeah. Some fact. Yeah. Bush was president.
2: Uh, yes, the second one. Yeah,
6: Michael Jackson was still alive for. It was more than a year before he passed away.
2: Right. Yeah.
6: Uh, that year's All NBA team included Yao Ming and James yeah. McGrady. Yes, Rockets for life. Uh, today's uh, Pistons rookie, uh, Deku Sumbaya. He was seven years old at the time.
4: <laughs> okay.
6: And and this last one, I want oh, you guys God. to guess it. can, can you guess? What, at that time, was the number one song on the
3: chart? Oh.
2: 2008?
3: Was it Knock You Down by Carrie Hilson featuring Kanye West? Was it Sexy Back? No, no. no. But
6: okay. That's a banger. That's a banger. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to take another guess, guess? That Kanye featured Slab. It it, yeah, it was,
3: it's, 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 it's a good song. <laughs> what, 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 is, what was it?
6: What was the song, man? Uh, I, I will give you a hint. Okay. Um, Shorty bond Attack.
3: What? What? <laughs>
6: Bottles in the Club.
3: Oh, um, uh, buy your drink, right? No, yeah. No,
6: no, I said, I said, short, all the short a thug.
3: Bottles in the Club. Uh, h- uh, I like that. What's the name of the song? No. It is oh, Lollipop. No, little, it's, yeah, Lollipop. Top. That's the name of the song. Oh, wow. I'm going to so be killed when I get home. Ah, yikes. Wow.
6: That, that really takes me back. So, yes. So that just, it puts perspective. Yeah. Um, how sad this organization, man. And, and you know, Dwayne Casey. He said some great things. He said, it's not like Toronto, Detroit. They've experienced three championships. They have history. It's a beautiful organization. Well, well, doing Casey, what do I have to say for yourself now? <laughs> now, uh, just, just, just to give you a little bit more big fraud points, yeah. uh, I want to tell you, you, you want to know some of the incredible picks since then, since, since they last won a playoff game, uh, they're drafted. Jonas Jurasko,
4: yeah.
6: Austin Day, Ugh. Raptors legend, yep. Greg Monroe, yeah. Yep. Chris Middleton, who they gave up on, yeah. For <laughs> uh, Andre Drummond, yeah, who, who they gave up on
3: for baggage. Spencer,
6: Spencer Dinwiddie, who they gave up on. Yep.
2: Oh my God! Oh, Raptors
6: legend Stanley Johnson, yeah, first round lottery pick, yeah. And Henry Ellington, another first round pick, who they gave up on.
4: Yeah,
6: some Jeez. notable free agent contracts they gave <laughs> Reggie Jackson eighty million dollars. Oh my God, Josh Smith 50 yep. million dollars. One of the worst, they, That was crazy. They waived him the next year. You want to know the funniest part? <laughs> they are he is still on their books for this year. Josh Smith. Yeah, he's, they're still paying him this year. Atlanta Hawks legend. Then, and then the Raptors legend, Charlie V, $40 million. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> uh, you forgot Ben Gordon, man. That was the big summer they had. Ben Gordon and oh, Charlie V. B- yeah. Ben
6: Gordon's my guy. I don't, oh. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: I want to know who Vitaly cares water for. Ben Gordon. Yeah, Gordon.
6: You know, that, that's my guy. He had some good Bulls years with their coaches. It's, oh, yeah, just, it's funny. so funny, man, because Detroit, they're, they leaked reports. They are like, you know what? Uh, for Drummond, we want a lottery pick and a good young player. <laughs> then they're like, then they're like, okay, you know what? Just a regular rotation, late first-round pick, no problem. And then they get, they get, they get their guy, Brandon, Brandon Knight, John guy. Henson. <laughs> and and uh, the most disrespectful part, they get the worst of two second-round picks. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of two. Yeah,
2: Yo, they were begging on the phone too. Yeah. They're like, please, please, anything uh, else.
6: Yeah oh this, this, this was enjoyable uh for me. i mean, did, did you guys talk about
2: Pistons? Oh listen there's one I thought you're going to bring this up. The Pistons have lost 16 straight playoff games. Think about that. That's four that's crazy. That's four sweeps. straights. Yeah, just four sweeps. Four um, six, they
3: make the playoffs just to get swept. Bro look at the last Anna,
2: that, they, they got murdered. They, had, they forced like Griffin with a busted
6: open knee yeah. to li- to like like a carcass out on the court. Like <laughs> There's court. no
3: one who's been more disrespected than Blake Griffin. <laughs> like, he got, he's like, you know, it's you, Gandhi, Mandela, and now you're traded. Yeah. And then he gets to, then Dwayne Casey asks him to pound the rock. Tell, you know, Blake Griffin, I hope the stand up career yeah. works out for you because. No,
2: he's going to
6: need it. Man. So I, I, want, want, to, I want to ask you guys to do something for yeah. me. very important. Maybe you already talked about that Again, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, the vodka is strong today.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs>
6: It's Friday night, man. It's Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Listen, enjoy your life. Just put it to bed for me one time. Yeah. The New York Knicks. Will they ever, will, will Dwayne Casey, excuse me, will Masai Ujiri ever be in their front
2: door? I, I don't think it's in New York. I don't think it's in New York. If Masai ever leaves, it's. it's it doesn't make sense. If also, somehow, New York really just somehow, got a very powerful yeah, they have executive. A, They're not going to let him go in like two years. But yeah. who knows? They just They hired Phil Jackson to let him go, so.
3: I don't I. I don't see it happening right this minute, but... Uh,
2: not New York. Not New York. Maybe somewhere else. I, well, I think
6: some people forget MLSC, they have deep pockets, man. Yeah, they do. They, they do. Have, they, people think, oh, it's Toronto, man, they have money. They'll, they will match equity, whatever, man. Yeah. This guy, what he yeah. did for this city, they will pay him. Yep.
2: I hope so, so man. MLSC,
3: baby. Going to be paying $300 a month for my cell phone?
2: I, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> will you? I got a company cotton comp phone, so I'll definitely do it. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I still have uh,
6: my Toronto number. But... Oh,
3: my goodness. It's, rates are going up, my friend.
6: Yeah, but uh, you know what? I do a little import-export in in Canada. They take care of me. This, uh, oh, okay. Bell. I, I know you. George Cope. You know George Cope? Oh, you Bell. know George Cope? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Listen, I don't, I don't want to tell you guys too much. But, uh, oh, okay. Uh, if I'm in Toronto, I take good care of you guys. Okay? <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. So, listen,
2: when you come to Toronto, we'll definitely – got to take care of you. Yeah, honest, for sure. Right.
6: Yeah, I will be there maybe maybe uh, this summer. All right. So, okay. uh, yeah,
3: hit us up. We'll see you.
6: I will bring you guys some vodka uh, from the motherland. I appreciate Science. it.
3: All right. Be good, Vitaly. You guys have a
6: great weekend. You've... Joshua, you always be good, man. Always. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right. Peace. Yes.
2: Bye. Bye. A legend. A legend, a legend. call. Yeah. A He's really, really call. very
3: good. Uh, Sarah Jenkins in the chat asks, hey. what comes first, uh, Leafs Cup or another Raptors championship? Mm-hmm. Uh, <sniffs> Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, on line one, we have Paul <laughs> from Oakville. <laughs> Paul, how's it going? <laughs> hey, what do you do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
2: what's good, man? Everyone's got a lot of energy. Yeah, right. good I love move. it, I love it. What's up, man?
7: Oh, man, um, uh, first, I just want to say something. It's more of a statement. Yep. I just want to say, to the whole... Raptor fans, to, the all, to all the haters, McCall haters, mm. McCall will be a core piece for the Raptors. In a trade package calling. for who? <laughs> McCall will be a core piece. He may be struggling right now, but he will be a core piece. All
2: right. Okay, okay. I like the confidence. I like the confidence, man. Look, he's never been not part of a championship team. That's a fact. That's fact. He's never not been a part I mean, of a championship team. Did
3: he win at college? And- uh, forget yeah. that. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> we're talking NBA.
2: All we're not right. talking about college. We're talking about the big league. Yeah. Okay. All
7: right. Now, you know. All right. So my my question is, um, uh, what do you all think about um uh the the whole New York um hiring uh Leon Rose? Is this uh should we should we calm down for now, or is this should we still have our guard up?
2: You know, I I think we should still have our guard up a little bit until you know. So the Knicks seems like they made their move. That's cool. What I'm interested to see is the Raptors make their move and lock in Masai long-term. Masai, Bobby, the whole front office, everybody. Yeah. Right. Because that's something that's still on the table. It's not just like the Knicks or or the Raptors or nothing. You know what I mean? Like he Mm -hmm. still needs to agree to that extension with the Raptors. And I think right now we're finally getting some reporting that may lend some insight into why this is taking so long. Um Dave Festrick of the Toronto Star wrote a really nice piece yesterday where um, he sort of got into this idea of why Messiah hasn't signed the extension and sort of how MLSC is lacking a Tim Walewicki kind of figure to sort of, like, just quash all this. Because, really, mm. it shouldn't be this much noise. This should just be someone should come out and say, yo, Messiah's staying, period. Here's a new contract. You know, move on. It's done, yeah. Right? Um, the Knicks moved on. But, you know, this situation is still open. And th- if you read the piece that Dave Festchuk wrote, there are some details in there. That would lend some insight in terms of just is there stability in MLSC mm-hmm. that Masai wants to lock himself into because it seems like the board of governors um, with some executives at Bell potentially departing the board of directors there might be some changeups there and qu- ownership might be a question mark. I think so I think you know that's something that they got to figure out. Masai's got to feel assurance from that, yep, and then they can make a move.
3: Yeah, it'd be like if your manager asked you to. Um, sign a lifetime contract, and then you asked, "What about my direct supervisors?" And they're like, well, "You know, yeah. who knows?" <laughs> yeah. And Masai's right to say, well, "You got to figure all this stuff out." I know that I'm a big piece of that, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm mm-hmm. not making moves.
2: That's it. I'm not That's saying it. he's gone or not going or whatever. I'm just saying, like, it's on MLS. MLS right has to figure their shit out, and they got to come correct with whatever Masai wants. Because Masai's too important, man. Yeah. And and you know what the thing is? With MLS in the last couple of years, have not really been in the news. But if you follow Toronto Sports long enough. Yeah. There hasn't been that much trust in this organization, let's yeah. be real.
3: Yeah, and Masai, every year when there's an executive opening, Masai's going to be pursued because he is...
2: Bro, the Lakers checked in with them. the Knicks checked in with them. Those yeah. are the two biggest basketball franchises on earth, all right? Yeah. So Toronto, you know, in order to compete with that, you better have everything together. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. have everything together. Yeah. And, and right now, I don't know if they have everything together. That's all. Very, very true.
7: All right. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate your time, man. All
2: right. Uh, all right. Thanks
7: for Yo, keep, yo keep, up, keep up the great ta- content. I always follow your post game, uh, William Lou. All
2: right. Thank you. Right. Thank you.
7: All right, man. Appreciate right, it. Enjoy the weekend. All right, man. All
2: right, See peace. ya.
3: That guy has a cool voice.
2: Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> um, and this is, look, look. This, I'm just going to read you a passage from that Festruck article that I was mentioning, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't want the whole podcast to be focused on this. I whatever. You guys want to talk about whatever. But this is just a, a quote, all right? George Cope, the former BCE CEO and member of the MLSE board, is respected by Ujiri, but he retired last month. And as for Laiwiki's successor, CEO Michael Friesdale, he of the Apartheid Travel Council, let's just say he and Ujiri have some South Africa in common. In the 1980s, Friesdale, a former tour operator infamously saw the widespread boycott of South Africa's racist regime as a business opportunity and sent paying customers there. Ujiri's hero is the anti apartheid leader Nelson Mandela, who spent twenty seven years in prison there. Exactly why MLSC hired Fries though the leader companies whose highest profile employees are black men has still never been fully explained. That's that's pretty freaking important. Right, yeah. I'm not saying that's the only issue. I'm not sure I'm i not I don't think he just popped out of the blue. Yeah. But I'm just saying, MLS, he's got to figure this shit out. Yeah. That's it's, it. Yeah. yeah no. That's a, a, also, why is he even on the board in the first place? Great what question. What the hell? Masai <laughs> or no like, what the hell is this guy doing on the board? Yeah, that's a very... That's disgusting. That's actually disgusting. That's how he made his money.
3: Yeah, it's a very revealing uh, article.
2: Yeah. So uh, we can take more calls. But uh, before <laughs> we do that, actually, we have uh, some KFC hotline. hotline pieces to get to.
3: All right. Well, first we'll take uh, from Hugo. Welcome to the show.
5: Hey, Will. So I was wondering, if the Nets don't do anything with KD and Kyrie, would they be the worst organization in the history of NBA? (laughs) Like two superstars go to a team and don't win a chip. That would kind of be the most underwhelming thing ever.
2: That's a good call because if you look at the recent uh, big... You know, free moves. We're talking about KD to Golden State, they won. We're talking about LeBron to Cleveland, they won. We're talking about LeBron to Miami, they won. We're talking about Boston with uh, Ray Allen deciding to go there, and yep. also KG getting moved there. They won. Yep. I mean,
3: if you add the KD, Kyrie to Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Joe Johnson coming to Brooklyn during the uh, Prokhorov years, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like. And that was obviously, they've had so that was many, obviously different but still they have I mean, had so many like swings. Yeah, they have Jason Kidd and Vince Carter. Sure. Those those were good teams. Yeah. yeah I they mean they the ran finals. they ran into like a bus, stop, but those were good teams. Sure, yeah. Um, shout out Kenyon Martin. Shout out Kenyon Martin. Yeah, I mean
2: it would be pretty bad. I don't know where it would rank like, all time.
3: Maybe like them in Phoenix Suns.
2: Like we're talking maybe like and Timberwolves. When Charles Barkley went to the Houston Rockets to form the Big 3 and they didn't win there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, that, that might have happened before I was born, <laughs> before both of no. us were born. No, uh, what was that?
3: Uh, no, yeah, it was before we were born. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we can't even be real uh, NBA analysts unless you were born before 1980. Yeah, I mean, but
2: you know what though? K- K- KD has to come back fully healthy from the injury, which is tough. Yeah. We saw post Achilles, Kobe was different. Yeah, it was just really different. Like he was like he was at the even then in his late peak, he was still a peak player. And then when he came back, he just wasn't the same.
3: Well, Kevin, but Kevin Durant could be, and
2: you know he was going to Germany for the top stuff too.
3: Yeah, the, the real stuff, the yeah. spinning your blood stuff. wow well, you know, um, Katie's a great shooter. He'll continue to be. Sure, um, his defense improved. He's not like he's better at interior uh, post defense, and that might stay. I don't know if he's going to be taking people off the dribble the way he used to, but mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Yeah, there you go. You can't ever know. Um, well, we'll go back to the calls. We have Elham in Ottawa. Welcome to the show, Elham.
0: Oh hi! Hello.
3: How are you? How's it going?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, the snow is actually coming down like a lot over here. That's it's crazy. But my question. So I actually have two questions. One's a little dumb, but the other one's just related to his playing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So do you, do you, has Nick Nurse said anything about how OG is playing of late? Because mm-hmm. I'm too lazy just to look through everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> no is there not. any reason towards this like scoreless games and. Being invisible on offense and
2: stuff like that. Uh, he spoke to it a little bit after the game um, against the Pacers, and you know, he—I think he was asked about why he didn't OG didn't close the game. Um, mm-hmm. and his thing was like, you know, I thought about it strongly. You know, OG's defense was really strong, but yeah. you know, Terrence was hot, and he kind of went with that angle. Um, I mean, I. I think part of it is the extended absence of Marcus Saul. I think Mark mm-hmm. really does help free up a lot of things for OG. Let's be real. OG's the fifth option. He's not creating much of his own offense. That's and true. That's he true. really shouldn't be as well. No, yeah, he cannot right? like he we, He kind of has no handle. He yeah. really doesn't. He yeah. does not have. No, it, it, yeah, it looks like the ball's dribbling him. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just without Mark to sort of help him with that cut and everything like that, it's just there's not as much. Um, Offense being creative for him, and you know that's that's tough. I mean, he can also create more offense. You know, a lot of the early season OG that really got people excited was him stripping the ball from people and then taking it in for a dunk. But dub. that's
0: everyone making like unnecessary like comparisons because everyone calls him like baby Kawhi for no yeah, reason. Yeah,
2: that's that's why we shouldn't have done that. I mean, like
3: everyone. Has I mean, he's, he's you know a big w- he's a big wing who doesn't talk to anybody. There's there's the comparison is everywhere, but on the court. But he talks. He mm-hmm. talks about scars. He does talk about scars. He talks shit to. He does Serge talk about, about scars. scars. He, yeah. talk, he. That's true. That's that my, that's my main video. thing. Really. Yeah, the expectation. But I don't know. There's something weird about this OG thing.
0: There's something odd.
3: Yeah. No, I I, I wish we had uh had answers.
0: Also, question number two.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Does Patrick? Does Pat? Do you find that Patrick McCall plays better when he has his mask on? Yes. 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 So he should just wear it the whole season.
2: Yes. What do you think, Josh? I, and just,
3: then, like, I just think he's getting more playing time and finding his rhythm. But it's The Mask. It's totally The Mask. No, no it's, the it's, mask. The it's The Mask. It's The Mask, guy. Right. Have you watched The Mask? It's, that's not a good movie. Okay. That movie is <laughs> aged like milk. All right. I, I feel like I haven't watched that movie. Years. I feel like I'm too young Don't, for that. Don't. You will not be uh, edified by that movie. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, you could just, like, force Patrick McCall to wear the mask. And then, like, everything about him and Nick Nurse is fine now. I, like I re- him playing as much, no one cares. Patrick McCaw's great.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, I haven't. I, I don't. I don't think anyone's really complained about Pat McCaw no, yeah. the last couple he's of days. Pretty, he's he's come, since bad. he's come back, he's been a little bit better he's in terms of his great. aggression.
0: I just find everyone a little bit too mean on him. At the yeah. But they're also time.
3: kind of treating like Stanley Johnson. Like he doesn't handle mm-hmm. the ball anymore, which is like. Uh, he, I don't get yeah.
0: why we stand silent. Stanley Johnson, but he, he might have flashes. Stanley Johnson could
3: actually be fine. He we just don't need him. Like he's I mean, you know, not like, as good as like he's just not good enough to break the rotation. Also, this segment that you know we get to do every week would be nothing without Stanley Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We'd have Rondy, oh yeah,
0: Stanley's suggestions is yes.
3: gonna be gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well we have what DeWan's destinations and <laughs> um, Ronde recommendations. So we'll, but Ronde we <laughs> the first name of the segment was Ronde's recommendations, but then he Mm-hmm. Crack the rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we, we, we do have more options there. Yeah. There'll be more people. Gasol's like, gastronomy is... Yeah, Boucher's you boutiques. You more options. <laughs> yeah. So, right. so
0: appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Uh, first time caller. I've been listening for, like, since the beginning of the season. I really appreciate this oh. podcast because oh, it's just something you. to listen to while I do my homework. Oh, Perfect. But
3: yeah. Well, do your homework, you know.
0: Well, I don't want to, but I'm just going to go <laughs> eat. But right. thanks for thanks for having my question. I might call again. sooner right. or later. Take yeah. care. Right, Bye take now.
3: You. Peace
2: surprised you didn't uh throw in some ottawa bands. i thought about it because you know you've been in the what? what is the area code
3: 613
2: yeah you've been in the 613 yeah shout out
3: to carlton yeah but uh, yeah i don't know they sounded like they were young i'm like i only really remember bars and fair
2: enough yeah, yeah. Um, what about uh what was the place you sent me to the squirrel The uh, black squirrel books Bla- black squirrel books shout that place out. is cool i like it's that great. place yeah, yeah you get your book from like the the back and then you sit there and you read
3: and yeah coffee spend like t- three hours there <laughs> It's good. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Bill from Boston to talk about Pascal. Do you think this is a troll call or a guy named Bill?
2: Uh, it's Bill Simmons from Boston.
3: All right. Bill, All right. welcome to the show. Bill, how's it going? Hey,
2: guys. Big fan of the pod. Oh, thank okay, you. Wow. Uh, I, I did. I, I wanted to
6: ask you guys about Ibaka. Okay. Uh, here, Here's the guy. He just, I think he's having a moment right now. You know. <laughs> oh, um, definitely. Yeah, he's. Bad shot against Indiana. hmm I, th- I think that's one of the all-time uh, game winners. I-, I think just with the Ibaka thing, I think he's at his apex mountain right now.
2: You know what I mean? Oh wow, this is uh, this, this is, really, is <laughs> this is Bill Simmons from from Boston with a slight uh, Vitali from Moscow yeah. Af- accent.
3: Um, yeah, no, he's been uh, unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pascal went from being like a no, 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 yes guy on this team to actually being like a three-point shooter on the wing. That, oh, like, Serge, yeah, Serge, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sir. not Pascal. Um, it, there, yeah, when you, when you
6: compare like the early, the early oh, P.J. Tucker series. Oh my god! I, I mean, and um, they were recently talking about this on the Ringer. But first, our <laughs> friend from <laughs> Pearl Jam. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this show is so weird.
2: This is so meta. Oh, it's so loud. <laughs> All right. That's the other one. Oh.
3: All right. We'll give that a second. Still going.
2: All right. All right.
3: Take care, Bill. Have a cool one. That was a pretty uh, funny joke. I don't was think he fun. wanted I, to really I, I, talk to us I, I, about the rest of the well, you know, bit. Sarge is having a moment, though. He, it's been amazing to watch yeah. because at the beginning of the season, people were like, uh, Serge maybe he's got to go. And he's mm-hmm. he's so good. He's yeah. like
2: like any veteran. He can choose to turn it on. One, but we know Serge has another level to get to. We saw he was fantastic throughout last year's playoffs. Yeah, like was it consistent every single game? No, but as a bench guy amazing amazing yeah amazing, amazing to have right? a guy
3: like that coming off your bench in the playoffs
2: um and and then the point about the three-point shooting so surge is shooting 39 percent from three this year it's a big job from last year when he was shooting 29 percent from three yeah. i felt like last year he really focused all right i'm gonna play center yeah i'm gonna focus on finishing everything on the basket he's yeah. been a he's been a very good finisher throughout his career but yep. there are opportunities where he drops the ball and stuff like that and people get frustrated yeah last year i thought he made himself into a very very reliable low post Finisher. He's not gonna do post moves and And a great pick and roll finisher. But just if he catches the ball, he's he puts a shot up. That shot is going in. Yeah, he is a very reliable finisher. And so I thought he focused on that last year. And then this year, he's taken that part. He's preserved it, but he's also extended his uh, range back to the three point line. I mean, we saw the shot against Ben Simmons. And the thing is, he had a game winner three last year too against Washington in the on the road in overtime. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, whatever. The Raptors have to hit a game-winner against Washington every single year. It's <laughs> That's part true. of the CBA rules. <laughs> shout-out uh, Anthony Parker and shout-out Mo Pete and all the other guys. Yeah. Uh, shout-out Corey Joseph.
3: And shout-out uh, Serge Ibaka. Shout-out Serge Ibaka. Shout-out to Jordy. Georgie? Georgie? Whatever. The... Jordy, yeah. Jordy. Shout-out yeah. yeah. to he's Jordy. getting a free shout-out here? Okay. Yeah, you know.
2: He's... We better be getting a Nobis code or something. <laughs> a Nobis code. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, all take right. A, let's take another call.
3: Uh, we have Herbert from Scarborough. Herbert, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi,
1: guys. How are you doing?
3: How are you doing, Doing man? well.
1: Okay. So I don't actually have a question so much as a rank.
3: Okay. That's, that's good, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's really just my perspective, and you guys have definitely been watching a lot more basketball than I have, so I want your take on this. So I wanted to talk about how great Nick Nurse is and how underappreciated he and the rest of the coaching staff are, even among Raptor fans. Okay. So everyone knows that we lost Danny and Kawhi, and everyone knows that the Raptors have been plagued with injuries, and we still have a record that's third in the week. And I think that alone is probably already enough for Coach of the Year contention. Yeah, and he's, but he's I, there. He, yeah, he's definitely there. But I think that it's almost a lock. But the thing is that they're even better than people realize. So sometimes I follow, like, a live Twitter feed during mm-hmm. a game, or I read online comments. And that's probably a mistake, but nobody seems to understand why Nick Nurse runs some of the plays that he does. And I think that the rationale is actually pretty simple. And I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. And they're going to sound pretty confusing on the surface. So like in the Indiana game, yes, uh, whenever that was, Rondé trying to post up. Yep. Or Mark Gasol and his hook shot and his fadeaway in the post. That's, this was back before he came back from injury and people were just saying, why doesn't he just take three, instead? or pretty much all of Patrick McCaw's minutes and why Terrence Davis doesn't play more or why OG attacks the rim. I think there's like a very simple explanation because these are pretty inefficient plays, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason to me is just that he wants Nick Nurse and the coding staff want to develop the most tools possible, the most optionality, and it's all just development. Mm-hmm. So like, why is McCaw getting more minutes than Terrence Davis? Because ultimately, you need production on the bench, right? You got Nor- Norman and Serge coming off the bench, and they're great finishers, but they don't produce on their own, so they mm-hmm. need a point guard. Yeah. And you you know Nick Nurse loves the dual dual Freddie Kyle lineup, yeah. and if you don't want to ultimately run them into the ground, then you need McCaw as a point guard. It's really simple. Yeah. And I love Terrence David mm-hmm. as much as everyone else, but he's a rookie, and he hasn't progressed along the proverbial point guard track at all. He's a shooting guard, and he never runs the offense,
2: even when it's just the bench lineup.
3: That's fair. Does Pat McCaw do that much? Like,
2: no, but Pat McCau, at least functionally is setting playbook. up the offense. Yeah. it's sort of an old school kind of point guard. Yeah, not like the modern point guard that creates. I, I hear what it's. Like. Can Davis get
3: there? Like, oh, he
2: can. I just is it the, getting there this year? Yeah, you never know. I don't know,
3: but he yeah, okay, <clears throat> okay, yeah,
1: but he he
2: can get there. But mm-hmm.
1: this year, this season so far, he's just a shooting guard because that's what we need right now. No, I get it. And that's this, true. In the future maybe. And that's the same the same explanation for all of it. Like why OG's attacking the rim. We're getting practices. So the reason I think that like fans don't really see this mm-hmm. is because we're winning. Yeah. And the thing is, that's not so normal. Normally when you have a development year or a development team, they're trash. Mm-hmm. Right? They're rebuilding. Yeah. And it's like you have like Colin Sexton, you know, dribbling the ball out. And like he gets a ton of minutes, but they're just losing. And to me, it's just literally all development. Yeah. So the the crazy thing is Nick Nurse is developing this team, and it's still winning.
4: Yeah.
1: We're developing pieces, and it doesn't cost us games. It's costing us possessions, but it's not costing us games. And that's crazy to me. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my take on it. I don't know if that sounds or that rings true to you guys.
2: Look, I'm not saying that every single possession is as thought out as that, but I do generally agree with the theme that he is trying to develop some of the guys. Like the Pat McCobb point is, I think pretty astute in the sense that I think functionally you want that kind of player to be there for them. Um, You know, the rest of it, I mean, you could make an argument that like, yes, I think the Raptors may want to care about seating and and be the, Mm -hmm. the, you know, two seed and things like that. But to his point, like they're the two seed right now and they have a game and a half up on their closest competitor. Um, it seems to be the best of both worlds right now. Yeah. And I think, honestly, Nick was doing this a little bit last year, too. Like, if you look at some of the stuff, like, right now OG's not scoring as much. But, um, you know, early in the year, they were doing that, that cut on the wing where Pascal and OG would cut off each other. They would split. Pascal would come to the top. OG would go to the rim. And, um, and you know, Mark would feed them that pass. They haven't ran that play. Even when Mark has been healthy, they haven't run that play very much. And I think, you know, to his point, I, I'm sure the coaching staff sees, like, this is one way we can get OG shots. Mm-hmm. We have this in the bag. What else can we do with this piece? Yeah. You know what I mean. And so, I think it's a, I think it's a good point.
3: No, it's a good point. It's yeah. a great point.
2: Herbert, do you, you know what? Go ahead. one one quick last thing? Yeah. Because I'm apparently now on the cost
1: stand for life. <laughs> but so you know what to call to me? What he looks like when he's playing with a bench? He's what? looking like Mark Gastel, but shorter. So you, okay. you know when you have this pass first guy, mm-hmm. yeah. And we know he can take threes. We know he can even attack the rim. Yeah. And he he can really shoot fast. Threes.
2: He really can shoot threes. When you watch him warm up and stuff, he's not any worse than Pascal or OG or any of these guys. He just doesn't shoot yes. them. That's different, but whatever.
1: So, and we know that he's possible. Or it's possible. to his repertoire to be this aggressive. So why doesn't he do it? And to me, it's very much because he's, like, thinking like Mark Salt. Like, he's trying to get other guys into this play. He wants to, you know, like, Rondé's not going to create on his own. Yeah. Uh, at least currently, right? So he's wow. trying to do that. And to
2: me, that makes so much sense. Sure. Anyway, the yeah. cost of life. Okay, apparently, yeah. All right. All right, I wouldn't go that far. But... <laughs> no, I mean, it's. All like, right. I'm sure they have a plan for everything. and yeah, They're not blind. The coaching staff is not dumb. All right. All right, thanks for the call.
3: Thanks for the call. Take care.
2: Peace. All right,
3: take care. That's interesting. We got him a Acosta. Yeah, he's shooting 36% on two attempts per game. I wonder what that looks like. With actual volume, he's.
2: I'm telling you, like he's not that bad of a shooter. He just doesn't shoot, and that maybe is frustrating. The thing is, look, I, I hear the point about um, him sort of playing that playmaker role, sort of setting the table for everybody. I get that, but it's not as easy to do that from the point guard position as it from the center position, mm-hmm. realistically. Right, the center in the modern NBA is just not directing traffic the way, and that's why it makes Marcus all so rare and so unique in what he does. Um, But it's also a lot easier because, you know, A, if you're putting your center on the floor, on the top of the floor, and he's t- distributing, yep. that's also creating for everyone else because the floor is spaced and everything like that, uh, especially when you got a guy like Mark who can pull, right? And, you know, you're opening the floor up that way. Um, you can also set a lot more effective screens if you're going to direct traffic that yeah, way. Yeah. You could dri- do triple handoffs and stuff like that. It's a little bit harder when you're doing it with Macaw because he's sm- smaller. smaller. Yeah, It's not the, exactly the same role, but I, I I see the point. Like, yes, the the bench unit does not have as many... Uh, facilitators and creators and there might be a need to try to develop one and if that's what they're trying to do with macaw then it makes then it makes sense, makes sense. process wise does, yeah. results wise so far i, I don't mean, know you know it's, it's it's hit and miss but you know i i we have seen some good moments from macaw this year but there, we, can, we can admit that at least we've right?
3: seen moments where he's like clogged up the offense yeah definitely but i want i guess to um, herbert's point is how free-flown would that offense be without him sure i guess All um right. um let's take eric from toronto's <clears> call <throat> eric welcome to the show
1: Hey, hey, Josh and Will, huge fan of the podcast. Shout out to run it back.
4: Hey, shout out. Shout um, out to run back.
1: Big. So, question I have is in terms of so free agency is now or uh, the trade deadline is now over. In terms is it? of the buyout market, mm-hmm. um, do you guys think there's anyone the Raptors can uh, can look at or maybe um, push them over the top for the playoff run?
2: Uh, you know, I did a pod with this uh, with uh, Big V about this um, yesterday. After the deadline. And, you know, we kind of went through the, the names of some of the teams and like kind of anticipated some guys. Uh, the list I came up with in terms of potential targets, we're talking about Bismack, Biombo, Marvin Williams, Evan Turner, Vince Carter, Nene, Jamal Crawford. Do, do any of those guys really stand out to you? I mean, I don't think we'll be in contention for Tristan. I just don't think we have minutes for him. Our Courtney Lee with Dallas, that's another one I'm
3: seeing Josh look at right now. Yeah, I would like Courtney Courtney Lee. But what what's he gonna do? Be Is he gonna be Jody Meeks? Be, an, be another wing? I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't think any of them bring us over the top, but the Vince Carter thing would be cool. Just, uh, okay. just yeah. as a fan, but yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah that's wing? what I'm saying. Like, it's just not that sexy. You no, you I'm, don't? I'm hard pass on Matthew <laughs> Dellavedova, man. All right, thanks, guys. Oh, yeah.
1: All right, yeah.
2: peace. Be good. Do I want non-Asian? Uh, Jeremy Lin? Hell
3: no. Yogi Ferrell?
2: Uh, he played with OG. I'm pretty sure Indiana. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't mind no, no, no. another point guard. I mean, if, if the McCaw thing really, really just is not working at some point, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind a third um, playmaker. He's only six pipe. feet. He's short, eh? He's very short. Yeah, I think he might be sub six feet.
3: Oh, we don't need it. We don't yeah. need it. I mean. We already have some short kings. Shout out to our short kings.
2: Yeah. Uh, before we take another call, let's take another KFC hotline. So this one
3: is from Maxwell. Maxwell.
2: Hey, Lou, in the past
8: uh, post-game wrap-ups, you talked about the Raptors' intensity and unrelenting
2: determination. Do you think these characteristics come with a, come at a cost, which would be the series of injuries this team has had to deal with this year? I look forward to your thoughts on this. Take it easy. Yeah, I, I think it might have some correlation. Um You know, if you look, for example, I I always point to this example, Andrew Wiggins has been one of the healthiest players in the NBA, period. He never misses games. At one point, he played like three seasons straight, straight. Uh, you know, it's even from a rookie. Part of the reason he's been able to do that because he hasn't played defense for three seasons straight. So, when you let people blow by you, you're probably not going to get hurt. But if you stand in for a charge, if you try to swipe for the ball, if you're trying to rebound, if you're trying to, like, actually play defense— you're probably not taking as much contact, so I think it is part do that. I also think it's just a it's a little fluky right now. Um, yeah, know,
3: like some of it. Some of these have been like
2: weird. Yeah, like Norm, like going around the screen getting hurt. Yeah. Norm swiping for a ball getting hurt. Kyle, Kyle breaking or, a finger on doing that. It's ball. like yeah. a Pat, like what's his name. Um, uh, Matt Thomas, I don't even know how he got hurt. I mean, really, Marcus you know? All
3: pulled his hamstring just running up a court.
2: Straight up, not even running, like a brisk power walk. Yeah, just <laughs> trying to run back. <laughs> that is.
3: yeah, so. I don't know. There's, it is. I, I, I want this team to play hard. Yeah, it's me too. So, me too. I don't. I hope it doesn't lead to everybody ending up in the infirmary, but. Mm-hmm. It's the right thing to do.
2: Also, you know, when you have a couple of injuries, that really puts a burden on some of the other guys to play extended minutes yeah. and that also hurts a little bit. But I think the the franchise has a, the right idea in mind. Again, they're not dumb. If we know that you should play them less minutes yeah. to manage their energy and everything like that, they definitely know. And we've seen it with everyone else healthy now. Kyle's not playing forty minutes. No, it's been so good. Fred's to see. not playing forty minutes. Pascal's not playing forty minutes. Yeah. Occasionally if they need to, like in that game against the Pacers, you got a situation where you're in tough, go for it. Compete for that game. you need to play a lot, whatever. But yeah. otherwise they're generally
3: not. Doing it, we're so. taking it easy yeah alright we have the commuter himself zero from Hamilton welcome back to the show how's it going hey
5: man I'm doing alright how are you guys
3: I'm doing alright how's the commute today
5: <laughs> uh I'm on the 403
3: right now so it's kind of slow but... oh
5: okay wow
3: oh <laughs> well, that's too
5: bad you know
3: it's, it's the usual. yeah, uh, yeah. these our uh, uh, traffic correspondent you want to talk about what, Kyle
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask uh do you guys think, as of, like, right now, let's say Kyle retired, like, at the end of this year, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that, as of right now, Kyle Lowey is guaranteed a Hall of Fame
3: spot? Guaranteed?
5: Guaranteed.
3: Uh, I'd say
2: 50-50.
5: Like, do you think, like, like what's the percentage on Kyle getting a Hall of Fame
2: spot? Uh, 50%, so far. If he does this another year, I think it increases to, like, 65
3: I kind of think that I don't know. No, nah, I don't know. I have no idea. I've n- like no. I,
5: was, I I was generally thinking about it. I was saying that if he wins another ring, because I'm comparing him to Chauncey Billup. Yeah, Same yeah. Thing yeah. Chauncey yeah. yeah. This year he didn't get Hall of Fame on uh, the, the vote, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's a nominate, He's nominated.
3: Yeah. Kyle Lowry will I, get I'm nominated. Yeah, I think so. He he'll shot. make a he'll make a couple ballots. It depends on when he retires. It depends on what the next three four years of his career look like.
2: Yeah, I, you know t- I for, think for what? If it's he w- wins another
5: ring, for sure. Oh, good yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred
2: percent. If he weren't, if he wins two rings, yeah, two rings. I mean, that's really impressive. All-stars. How many point guards have won two rings as one of the lead players? Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. Isaiah. It's like all those Celtics players from like the fifties when Derek they were Fisher. all. Like, <laughs> working part-time jobs as firemen, and then, um, you know, and then Steph. Yeah. And Magic. Yeah. Magic's not even really, really a point guard. He's a point uh, guard. In but that same way. He's like 6'9". It, yeah. it doesn't physically apply. um uh, basketball reference, by the way, for what it's worth, has Kyle Lowry at 86%. That's... Hall of Fame probability. That's higher than I'd think. as of right now. Yeah. He's actually, wow. uh, coincidence, uh, coincidentally, just marginally ahead of Chauncey Billups. Huh. So, yeah, that's pretty funny. Like would you have uh, Tim they, Hardaway, Tim Hardaway up here? Um, you know Joe Dumars, Dame Lillard. Yeah, that's crazy. All I, right, I don't know,
3: man. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's, it's, it's a fringe yeah, it's,
2: one right now for me. It's it's fringe. It's like 50-50. As a Raptor fan, definitely, I yeah. think so because I see. But the I also think the like Raptor
3: thing is going to be uh, like it's going to hold him back because right now while he's out there. Playing, he's underrated yeah. because he's bro. They had Derrick Rose and Andre Drummond. Yeah, ahead of him, those guys are washed. Come on, man, and not people that Yo, I want to wh- vote. One I- of
2: those guys got What's traded for Trump, I- for <laughs> Henson, Knight, and a second yeah. round pick.
5: Oh yeah, God. Don't even get me. That was a bad. Like anyway, he went from a bad team to a worse team. But like, yeah, yeah. But with Lowry, I was gonna say that the thing that's gonna hold him back, I think, is his first six to eight years. Yeah, yeah. He yep. was. It's a, anything,
2: like, yeah, production, no. yeah, it hurts. He was hurt and then, you know, he got traded a couple of times, came off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. <laughs> but
5: yeah, his career's gonna be based off the Raptors' career. Yep. But I hopefully you get to all the Hall
3: of Fame. No, it's a uh, it's fun to talk about. Anywho there. We're gonna let you go. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Thanks Drive for safe. calling. Drive safe. Hey, uh, man. Peace. Yeah,
2: thanks. Yeah. Always so worried about him.
3: Always. Yeah. I you know, I'm glad that people call him, but I never want anything uh, bad to happen yeah. Let's call Let's pick up uh, Archie from Scarborough Archie, welcome to the show
9: Hey guys uh, I'd compliment the Scarves But I think OG would come after me
4: Oh wow <laughs> Wow
9: Um, But yeah I just wanted to ask you guys What you guys thought about The Andre Drummond trade <laughs> v- Like come on He's a two-time all-star Like I know Will wasn't Too much of a fan Of bringing him to Toronto But yeah. like He went for What, John Henson Brandon Knight And a second round pick
2: The yeah. worst of two what you want? You want? You wanted the Raptors to jump in on that price? No, no, no. Like I oh. mean,
9: I, I think anything we could have given them was a lot better than what <laughs> they got. But like, still, like they yeah. literally. I, I don't know why they would pull the trigger on that because they didn't want to pay him in the summer. Yeah they, yeah,
2: they want to make sure that they have uh, thirty five million dollars in available cap space to maybe For the chase a free agent. I mean, no, who knows? They're they're linked to Fred, and Fred money, is a free agent. Money so.
3: is as good in Detroit as it is in anywhere else. I don't know about that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's still it's, it's yeah. still money. Probably could buy the whole state of Michigan.
2: Yeah, uh, for and that, he for might. That much. Yeah, I mean, who knows, man? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think they just wanted to make sure that that money was not, you know, tied up for them. Um, am I? Do you going think he opts ass-
3: in in Cleveland?
2: Because
3: <laughs> uh, that's like, I, like the ah, thing is though, like, like, Kevin Love
9: wants out of Cleveland too, and then you have to bring another him. guy in. Yeah. Like, I, I doubt that's not
3: going to get either one of them to stay. No, it it shouldn't. It should not.
2: I don't mind it for Cleveland only because they're just like, look, we're going to take a flyer on him. They probably had some interest in signing him. Yeah, They'll maybe. get to now basically preview what he looks like alongside their young po- uh, point guards and, you know, if that – the gravity of the, of Drummond rolling to the rim, although he doesn't roll that much, whatever yeah. the dribble handoffs that he can run. Yeah, um, yeah. If that affects sort of their, if it just fits and if it fits well, then they maybe like you know they talk did. to him about yeah. maybe not necessarily picking up the player option, but then getting an extension, all this stuff. There's flexibility on this part. Mm-hmm. Also, it's flexibility on this part because they gave up nothing. Yeah, it's Henson Knight, and a future second round pick. Man, I mean seriously.
9: But <laughs> weren't they also like shopping? Tristan Thompson and then ended up keeping yeah. him now. Like, aren't they like yeah. really messed up in terms of the rotation for center and power forward? They
3: are, and they I play could, three of them all together.
2: I could definitely see if Tristan Thompson wants to give up his bird rights, which is big, yeah. but if he wants to give up his bird rights and actually play for some minutes somewhere, because he's probably not going to get that many minutes yeah. now that the front court is Drummond and Love. Um, at best, he's competing for backup minutes against uh, what's his name, Larry Nance, who's actually not bad. So yeah, I don't know, man.
9: I, like I know like the dangelo Russell trade was like the, probably the biggest one and the most influential but I just literally saw this pop up and I was like I I can't believe that happened.
2: Yeah. I just I feel bad for uh Pistons fans I really do. Yeah. Yeah. So
9: anyway, thanks guys, have a great weekend. Yeah, I
2: appreciate too. it. Peace. Yeah, this is like almost <laughs> not necessarily at the same level cuz Vince Carter was way better than Andre Drummond but yeah. like getting Alonzo Morning and a first round pick and Eric Williams and Alvin Williams. Like, this is... Or not even Alvin (laughs) Williams. That would be great. Aaron Williams. Yeah. First of all, they had three Williams on the team. Yeah.
3: 20% of the roster was named Williams. (laughs) We have a great caller.
8: We do have a great caller. This is very (laughs) exciting.
3: (laughs) We have Brian from New York. Brian, welcome to the show.
8: Thank you very much. I'm glad to call in.
3: (laughs) Brian, how did you hear about uh, Raptors of Everything Live?
8: Um, Well, I... I I heard about it because um, I know somebody that actually has a connection to the show.
3: You
4: don't say.
8: Um, There's somebody I think that deserves a huge raise, but I don't. um, (laughs) Yes, but uh, my my daughter Ashley is one of the uh, is the producer of the show.
3: Shout out Ashley. She's very very good. We're looking at her right now. Ashley's a little red in the face, but it's fun (laughs) to
8: talk
3: to talk to Dad. How's it going?
8: Hey Ashley, how you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, as it happens. I mean, I love having Ashley involved with you guys, and, and it seems it's a very exciting position. I'm i a Wichita State alum, so oh, I'm am awesome. also very interested in any event, uh, especially uh, follow Ved, uh, Fred Van Vliet very closely, and I love to see how he did uh, last year, especially in the in the finals. It was unbelievable watching him perform. No, he's and, done awesome. And so I guess, the, 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 aside from calling in uh, because of my connection with my daughter, I was actually interested in hearing your view on Fred's been having a great season. Mm-hmm. And I, I think his contract is coming up fairly soon. So I know he got a great contract for, for two years, but where you see things going with him, and, and does it? do you think that the Raptors sort of view him in the long term, of him uh, being a long-term piece of the puzzle for them?
2: Yeah, I sure. think they definitely do. I think they definitely do. I think they always have to talk – the numbers and we will got to see what the market looks like it looks like detroit's open up a lot of money to potentially sign fred and orlando's orlando's there and there's some other franchises but i think the raptors know what they have in fred they know that he's a special guy his uh personality uh fits perfectly in terms of the culture that they're trying to build in toronto he's a leader he's been that from a young age and he's still young he's only like 25 yeah um and he's really proven himself this year in a starting role. Yeah, no. uh, He's had big moments when he's run the team. When Kyle Lowry was hurt, he was very good during that stretch. And he's been very good alongside Kyle. He's a great shooter. You know, layups might be a little bit tough for him just because of his height. It's unfortunate, yeah. but it is what it is.
3: And he has a green light to shoot through it, and he's struggling yeah. now, and he's mm-hmm. delivered in some of those instances. And he has, you know, the biggest onions on the team, man. Yeah. Who do you want taking a big shot other than Fred VanVleet?
2: Nobody. He is very, very money on those. So Except for I, Norm Wow. But. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, yeah, Fred Membley's been great. And I think, uh, you know, the Raptors will probably look to resign him this summer.
3: Yeah, I think I think the Raptors are going to do everything they can to retain him without um, m- limiting their flexibility in 2021. But Fred should expect to be given a very competitive, if not um, sort of all-engrossing offer from the team.
2: Yeah. And we're seeing Fred this uh, this weekend. So if you have a question you want to ask Fred, please let <laughs> us know.
8: Well, tell him, tell him uh, go, Shockers, and hope he hope he does well. I've been I've been following a lot of the articles written about him over the, the past couple of years, and it sounds like he's developed a really nice relationship with the other players, including Lowry. It sounds yeah. like they they have a really nice relationship. It sounds like Lowry's really sort of taken mm-hmm. him under his wing, and I, I, it's great to hear that.
2: Yeah, and he's passing it on now to uh, Terrence. It's 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 really nice to like have that growth in the organization. So
3: yeah, how are the Shockers doing this year? I'm looking at the table. It seems like they're middle of the pack behind. Uh,
8: I, they 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 were doing great for uh, up to like 15 games. I think they were like 15 and one, uh, but then they lost like three of the last four or five games. So they've kind of hit a hit a skid a little bit when they started when they started playing Houston and Cincinnati, etc. Yeah. I'm hoping they'll, they'll bounce record. back. That, but yeah. um, anyway, it's great. It's been it's it's very exciting to uh, to see some Wichita State guys uh, do well, and it's especially and I love watching uh, Toronto this year because. I think no one I don't especially in the states doesn't pay as much attention as they should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But especially, you know, after the championship and 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 losing the the star, they they thought it might not work but Toronto's doing great this year. So it no should be exciting is. in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, there you go. All right.
3: All right, well, thanks for
2: calling. Thanks, so in. A lot. thanks for calling. Appreciate in. it. Take care. All
8: right. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye. was so nice. What an adorable moment. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley's really beaming ear to ear.
2: Yeah, she really is. <laughs> Uh, Before we take our our last call on line two, let's get to our last KFC hotline message. This one from Ali.
7: But one thing about this team, we don't give up. That's f***ing
10: alright. right. Yo, it's (laughs) Ali calling from Ottawa. Just wanted to say, keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Serge Ibaka is a bad man. Josh will. Have a good show. You guys have been killing it. Enjoy the weekend.
3: Peace. Amazing. That was awesome. Like, yeah. Search Bucket with, is a bad man. He came with his own production. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that was really high. The Bill Simmons guy, much worse. Uh, this guy, yeah. he had the audio, sounded crisp. Everything sounded great, yeah. It, that, great. it was mixed well, you know. It was that's, mixed the, well. that's the key to
2: things. People don't mix podcasts well enough.
3: <laughs> is that the key? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Our last caller, we have Ali from Calgary. Allie, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, what's
10: up? How oh, you doing, up? man? Uh, gang, 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 gang. Are you the same ass? A.O.P. Don't know.
4: <laughs> wow.
3: Yo, you already know what it is. We got up, <laughs> Chet Hanks on the line.
10: Chet Hanks. off
3: Chet Hanks on the line. Oh, my God. What's I up, I'm man? I'm
10: fucking around. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> Yo, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. You guys do a good good job.
3: Yeah, I love you too, man. Thank you for listening.
10: Yo, thank thank you, man. I I love you guys shouting up the Raptors. Finally somebody's shouting up the Raptors, man.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure, man.
3: That's all I got you know I mean? right? Yeah.
10: But I am from the hood, man, I'm from the hood. Yo, Cal- how come they don't come to the hood, man?
3: Of Calgary? I mean
10: No, I'm from Toronto, man. <laughs> oh, I, oh. I lied, I lied, bro. <laughs> they have the court in uh <laughs> Kipling <and Dayton. laughs> Yo, I'm from Toronto, man. Oh. A L B man, Albion, Albion. <laughs> Oh, all
2: really? day. Oh, wow.
3: What, like.
10: All day, man.
3: St- like, stove West End?
10: top? Huh?
3: Where are you from? I'm from I'm from Rexdale.
10: I'm from Albion, man. Oh. Armel.
3: Oh, oh my God. That's wow. what the parents. The building my parents lived in when uh, they first got married. Anywho. Do you have a question about the Raptors?
10: Armel, all day, man. Yo, yo, shut up, shut up, APOC. Shut up, shut up my. Yeah. All
3: right. Thanks for calling in. Have a cool one. No all right. Appreciate it, man. Peace. All right. Peace out, <laughs> man. That's. Omro um, Court. Yeah. I, I do like what he called it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry that we're going to have to edit uh, part of it out. But well, you know, it's fine. Shout out. Um, okay, let's clear up the uh, YouTube comments. Let's get to the YouTube comments. Oh, man. wait. Stanley Suggestions. A segment like no other. What? Oh, that's right. A- that's right. That's right.
2: That's right. We got we have to do our, seg- our signature segment. Um, I'll what start. Are we doing? Uh
3: this week I want to suggest that Stanley Johnson listen to <laughs> Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats latest mixtape. It's called Unlocked. Mm-hmm. And thinking of Denzel Curry got me thinking about my favorite uh, curry joint in the city. Uh, okay. Drupetees in Rexdale at the corner of Woodbine Downs. There's two look, there's 27 and and uh, Finch. Um, on Woodbound, Woodbine Downs uh, Boulevard. It's the best doubles and roti place in the city, in my opinion. And uh, Stanley Johnson finds himself uh, out by the airport. He should hit it up and get himself a boneless goat roti on Paratha. Cause Are
2: you talking about you should pick it up on his way to the 905? Yeah, okay. I mean,
3: <laughs> on his way to Paramount Fine Foods Arena. He's been balling yeah, I mean, on I mean, 905. Yeah, he has been. No, I'm, I'm actually is. really
2: happy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, t- not claiming that at all. I really do mean that He's said it was a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of heading west yeah um <clears throat> this is a last minute uh, idea uh but <laughs> la rose bakery at la rose plaza if you, if you don't know about la rose plaza that's you know you don't need to know that much about it yeah but if you are from the area like i was from uh you know richview road if you lived in 1b richview road yeah uh, at Scarlett and eglinton you probably have spent some time in la rose bakery they yeah. have uh this is good Have you been to La Rose? Of course, man. Why why
3: were you going to La Rose I used to work for the TDSB and I was in a different school every day. Oh, wow. Whenever I was at um, Hilltop, we'd go.
2: Oh, yeah, Hilltop. There we go. There we go. Hilltop. Hilltop. Listen. Shout out Ben. Shout out Ben, man. Shout out Ben. Shout out the French immersion program, Ben, right, that Ben was in. Um, You know, I know it's it's still no Frenchies on this side. Oh, my gosh. (laughs)
3: So what do you want Stanley Johnson to get at La Rose? Uh,
2: you know, whatever he wants, uh, a piece of lasagna, <laughs> yeah. maybe like a pierogi, you know, you know, you know, the vibes. It's like a <laughs> Eastern European kind of uh, menu. Yeah. I would yeah. say. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just cool if you go to the pizza pizza there, uh, there's, I mean, I'm not, I haven't been there forever. It's been like, you know, 15 years, but uh, there's a dollar store there and if you talk nicely to the guy the guy will sell you a pack of yu your cards for four dollars <laughs> that's what i used to do so, so yeah that's my suggestion go to la rose
3: bakery at la rose plaza uh to finish out the show before we go let's clear out some youtube comments all right we have jordan colby will abaka be six in the sixth man conversation um he should be yeah why yeah. Not? yeah why not? no i i agree but i think it's like Lou trez mm-hmm. You know who I'd love to see? I'm tired um, of Lou Will
2: getting it. Can Lou Will just chill for
3: one year? Can Ben Macklemore break the six-man conversation? He's starting, isn't he? Is he starting regularly? I yeah, know he's coming yeah. off the bench for a while. Oh, if not, yeah. that's not the case. The Rockets are pretty much unwatchable,
2: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Clever Next. Girl. Go Hernandez ahead. about to become the new Kawhi in these playoffs. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, they, they spell Hernandez wrong. I've never seen Hernandez spelled wrong, but there was an extra E in there.
3: Um, Ian Lewis, where does Giannis calling Kyle Lauer a great locker room guy while smiling rank in the top (laughs) 10 Raptors moments of all time? If he comes to Toronto, that has to become a heritage moment. Look. uh, It was very nice.
2: Oh, definitely. It was very nice. Look, listen. We we may be getting too excited about something like this. But, I mean, hey, it's nice. It's fun to flirt. And if we look back on this, you know what I mean? I'm a you know when you go to a wedding and then they show like a like a video in the back of, of like, like how they got uh, together, yeah, all yeah. these moments. You know these moments will all be put there. You know there'll be clues. There'll be Giannis coming out and all the Greek fans in Toronto yep. after the game waiting for him. And then OG Yannis the saying pull up.
3: <laughs> 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 Let me teach you about scarves. <laughs> he gets here. There's a giant raptor scarf waiting for him. That'd I can't be, wait, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jurassic Mark. Any thoughts nice. on Pascal's GQ appearance? Things you'd cop. Things you'd roast. Lol! Looks like you guys will be on GQ ten things in no time. No, that's okay. fact. All right, what, what's, I what's, you what's, yet.
2: what's in, on your GQ ten things? I,
3: my ten things.
2: Yeah, you know my ten things. Uh, I put them on after every game. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I guess like a humidifier. Oh uh, uh, yeah, humidifier
2: is a key. Wait, you, diffuser or humidifier?
3: Cold mist diffuser. Humidifier. Cold mist
2: diffuser. Yeah. Okay, 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 Um, okay. I don't really. I got to prepare. Let's combine for ten. <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay, too, let's too do much five. So that.
3: humidifier? Do you have one?
2: Do I have a humidifier. Or I have two. No, no. Do you have a, t- a thing to oh. be a ten thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, p- a stack of poker chips. I love, right. love uh, shuffling poker do chips. A
3: hat. I'm g- like a a yeah. toque. Yeah, definitely that's not a, a hat for me. That's a yeah. You don't have. You can't find hats. H uh, and M H&M gift card. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Ace Hill. Um, okay. An Ace Hill Pilsner. Uh, uh, Ace Hood for me Ace in the playlist. <laughs> Ace Hood's bezel. <laughs> um, uh, what else for me? Um, uh, Norm Powell. Uh, Utg. A sweatshirt? Uh, grapes from Raba's
2: Fine Food. I feel like the grapes are very good. The very grapes underrated. are consistently good. <laughs> very, um, very sweet all the time.
3: Oh, uh, this is a real suggestion. Yeah. Sumo Citrus, only available from like right around now until the end of March. Mm-hmm. It's the best citrus fruit in the world. Yeah. That's an essential for me.
2: And uh, KFC. <laughs> KFC. KFC, it's the link to the, the sponsor. You know, KFC a bucket be, before tonight's game. That's my 10th thing. Get one. Um, and the Jurassic Mark also said, why well, Isaiah Thomas would be worth picking up as point guard insurance as a
3: scoring option. Uh, no, nah,
2: uh, Dog. Yeah, nah. No, i Isaiah
3: Thomas, or would you rather have Isaiah Thomas or Fred VanVleet Jr.? Because they wear the same shoe size. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I think that's a show. That's the show. Well, All right. Are
2: you not going to these Alex Wong comments? Do Will,
3: we want to read these Alex Wong comments? We're looking good
2: today. The hair. <laughs> period i'm not sure what else it says the scarf <laughs> jean jacket test this guy for fashion steroids
3: that's facts yeah. well does look great today yeah it's only when i borrow my my
2: girlfriend's clothes when i <laughs> when i look fashionable <laughs> but it is what it is you know
0: that those were the fuckers. All right.
3: yeah uh, tune in next week we mm-hmm. love making it yeah. all right be good peace